The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as we settle in, I mentioned earlier in this month that instead of doing an opening chant, I thought for a while we would just, in a more spontaneous and creative way, all lead us in a reflection on the refuges and precepts. You know, as a particular spiritual tradition, this early Buddhism, um, this lineage that's really attentive to these teachings as best as we can understand from this person, the Buddha who lived 2,500 years ago, there's not a lot of ceremony um, here in the West in particular, except this um, finding a way to reflect on the three refuges and recommitting to training with the five precepts for lay people. And it's important. I mean, it's nice and it can be quite beautiful to do it in a more formal, traditional way. But it's also good to learn how to do it in an informal, personal way every day, like two minutes that it takes at the beginning of a sitting period. So I'm doing it out loud uh, just to sort of give examples of how you might do this, maybe for another week or so. But you might want to just, uh, those who are more familiar, just do it on your own and let my words be in the background. And you just contemplate what it means for you to take the three refuges as your refuge and to recommit to the five precepts around non-harming. So we'll do that. I'll ring the bell just as a way to begin this reflection. And I like to use this gesture we call Anjali. It's just a feels um, has the flavor of respect and gratitude for me. So taking refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. I'll take refuge in the Buddha, take refuge in being awake, trusting this heart's natural capacity to open, to be interested, to see things just as they are. So I take refuge in Buddha. And what does Buddha know? Buddha knows the way it is, Dhamma or Dharma. So I take refuge in the Dharma, the nature of experience, the nature of the mind, the way it is, not theoretically, not philosophically, but here and now in the present moment. Buddha, wakefulness, wakes up to Dhamma, the way it is. And I deeply trust these two refuges. I align my life with these two refuges of Buddha, being intimate with Dhamma. And when I can do that, I get to take refuge in Sangha, recognizing the creative and fearless and skillful responses and engagements that flow out of my life when I'm Buddha knowing Dhamma, when I'm intimate with the way it is. It's just easier to live skillfully, to not cause harm, 
to support awakening. So I take refuge in Buddha, being intimate with Dhamma, allowing me to engage my life as Sangha, this awakened activity, this kind and compassionate and wise activity of my life. And I recommit the five precepts, these powerful trainings in non-harming. I undertake the training to refrain from harming and killing living beings. I undertake the training to refrain from taking what hasn't been given to me. I undertake the training to refrain from causing harm through my sexual activities, including my sexual thoughts, I undertake the training to refrain from causing harm through my speech, including my idle speech, harsh speech, any lying or mistruths, not speaking the whole truth. And finally, I undertake the training to refrain from intoxicating my mind and body in ways that make me careless, more likely to cause harm to myself and others. May this conduct lead on to freedom and the unshakable release of this heart. And may this awakening be fully offered for the great healing and awakening of all beings and the alleviation of suffering all around. May this be so. So settling in. As many of you know, we're working our way through the 16 steps the Buddha offered for mindfulness of breathing. It's really the complete path. And of course, we're learning these steps in a somewhat linear manner, but that's not actually how we'll use them in our life. We'll use them in a creative and nimble, fluid way. So if the Guided meditation today feels somewhat systematic or linear. Just remember we're learning, like learning an instrument. There's certain systematic ways that support the learning. But it isn't meant to be practiced in the way that we're learning now. So the first instruction is that we go to a quiet place like we're in right now. We sit up in a way that supports alertness in the way that we're sitting right now. Invite the body, the heart and mind to relax because the training we're undertaking, it doesn't require tension in the body or mind. In fact, being tight, trying too hard gets in the way. So we're sitting up, choosing to be alert and interested and also relaxed. And the Buddha says, establish mindfulness to the fore. It's like this, this experience of the body sitting, body breathing is like this now. And we take the ordinary breathing process, 
the ordinary sensations of breathing in, ordinary sensations of breathing out, for a while at least as an exclusive anchor for one's attention, which simply means that we're noticing the beginning of the in-breath, the middle of the in-breath, the ending of the in-breath, And then, of course, noticing the beginning of the out-breath, the middle and the end of the out-breath, but without needing to be tight in any way. Any breath in or out will do. We don't need a special in-breath or special out-breath. Trust your body to do the breathing, however that might be now. So all we're doing is remembering to be aware of the breathing process as it comes in, as it goes out. We are remembering to keep it in mind, to not forget it. And this leads to a continuity of present moment awareness. So give that a go. Be willing to start over again and again when the mind, because of habit, gets lost in thought. That's okay. Just start over. It's okay for the body to relax. Aware of the actual sensations of breathing in, whatever they're like for you. The actual sensations of breathing out, however they might be. Don't worry if the mind rebels. It might not be used to an exclusive meditation object. So be patient. Give the mind some time to develop a new habit of staying with this singular experience of breathing in, breathing out, so that everything else falls far into the periphery. We're not worried about anything. Don't need to hold on to anything else.
And even with this first instruction, establishing mindfulness, recognizing that mindfulness is all about keeping the present moment in mind, not forgetting. And we're using the physicality of breathing in, physicality of breathing out as a training ground to keep the present moment in mind. So we're developing the muscle of not forgetting by keeping the breath in mind as we breathe in, keeping the sensations of the breath in mind as we breathe out. And right from the beginning, we're conjoining joy with breathing. It feels good to collect the energies of the mind around the simple experience of breathing in and out. The joy of simplicity. And the second instruction naturally becomes useful, which is just adding a little discernment as we continue to follow the in and out breath. And what we're discerning is the length of the in and out breath and this cause and effect relationship that as the heart, mind, and body settle down, become more concentrated, then generally speaking, the breath goes from being grosser, longer, to something that's more refined, subtle, and short. So we're just discerning how the breathing process naturally, effortlessly begins to change because it's matching or reflecting how the whole system is settling down and becoming more settled and calm. So the breathing process becomes shorter and more refined, more subtle. So just notice that settling process in the breathing itself as you have more of the continuity of present moment awareness following the breath in and out. This simple feedback mechanism.
making that gentle effort to keep the breathing process in mind. It's a very particular, subtle effort to choose to keep the breathing process in mind and not to take all the little and big off-ramps into distraction, but to keep moment by moment deciding, no, no, I want to keep the breathing process in mind. So we're developing a real present moment interest moment by moment in the breath coming in and the breath going out. And the most important thing is not giving up, but instead just start over. No need to get frustrated or judgmental. Just start over. Anybody's mind can be trained. 
We're just creating a new habit, that's all. And it takes this particular effort to be interested in the breathing process in a continuous way, to keep it in mind. And remembering to relax. And we have this other second instruction about discerning how the breathing process changes as the body and the mind become more settled from gross to subtle breathing, from longer breaths to shorter breaths. So just be curious about any cause and effect. As things settle, the breathing becomes more subtle and shorter.
And when you do feel like the breath has really settled and become more subtle, the awareness has some continuity. Then the third instruction the Buddha offers goes like this. One trains oneself, breathing in, experiencing the whole body. One trains oneself, breathing out, experiencing the whole body. So it's just a very subtle shift where we're noticing this inclusive nature of awareness as you're breathing in, feeling the breath coming in. Notice how it's possible to be aware of the whole body right there at the same time. And as you're breathing out and feeling the sensations of breathing out, right in that same space is the awareness of the whole body. So we're noticing the inclusive nature of awareness as you breathe in, noticing the whole body, the sensations of the whole body. As you're breathing out, train yourself to recognize the sensations of the whole body, the sitting body. You're not needing to look at particular sensations like where there's pain. We're interested in the totality of the experience of the body with each breath in, then through the duration of each out breath, Same thing, interested in the totality of the body. Not the idea, not the mental image, but the actual sensations of the sitting body.
So, of course, we're still aware of breathing in and out. But the actual sensations of breathing in and breathing out are more in the periphery. And now the mind is more interested in the totality of the whole body as you breathe in, experiencing the whole body as you breathe out. And you might notice or experience this as a kind of relaxation. We're relaxing the need to focus on the exclusive object of the breath and have a more relaxed, inclusive sense of the whole body instead. So we're moving in a direction of being more natural, more relaxed even. Breathing in, experiencing the whole body. Training ourselves, breathing out, experiencing the whole body. Continuity of whole body awareness. Not forgetting. And remember, we're not falling into the habit of paying attention to the pain in the body. If there are painful sensations, that's okay. But we're aware of the totality of the bodily experience as you breathe in and out. No need to fixate on pain. Just as interested in the neutral sensations and any pleasant sensations as the mind is interested in pain. And this really sets up the fourth instruction where the Buddha says one trains oneself breathing in calming the bodily activity, breathing out, calming the bodily activity. This is a natural calming, so not something we have to make habit happen, but more something to notice. So as you're breathing in, notice where the body, the bodily activity is becoming more calm and settled. As you're breathing out, train yourself to notice 
any calming in the bodily activities, any settling. Even if at first it's quite faint or subtle, we're keeping the calming of the body in mind as you breathe in, and we're keeping the calming of the body in mind as we breathe out. And it's the keeping it in mind that allows it to spread, the body becoming more settled and calm. And this could be quite counterintuitive because the habit is to pay attention to the pain. And this fourth instruction, the Buddha is asking us to train the heart, train the mind, to be interested in the calming effect on the body. This should feel good to keep this in mind. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.